Welcome to That's My Favorite Shirt. That's my only shirt. No, I'm not doing the accent. Also known as If the Apocalypse Comes Beat Me. This is a weekly Asian podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Where we take a weekly look at each episode according to its original air date 20 years ago. And this week's episode is Season 3, Episode 14, Bad Girls. Let me talk about plot. We're going to talk about characters. Let me talk about lesbian subtext. So spoilers abound for this episode, every episode before it or after it, comic books and possibly even other shows or movies. You know what? I'm highly caffeinated and I'm trying to concentrate. You know, some of us actually care about podcasting, you know. Hello, we're back. Yet again, with another episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm here with my wonderful co-host. My name is Kelly, in case you care. And, and this is Stacia. Say hello. Hello. Daniel, say hello. We're not sick anymore. Hello. Yes. Yeah, you know what? If there's ever a gap uh, in in the release of our podcast, just know that we, we're people. We get sick. We got stuff going on. We get so, laid out for seven days so straight. Maybe, maybe things can't come out on time, okay? But don't worry. We won't abandon you. We're, we're, we'll always come back eventually at some point. Uh, we're here to talk about Buffy. Did you know that? Yeah. It's uh, Bad Girls. Originally aired February 9th, 1999. Written by Doug Petrie, which is second for the series for him. The first being Revelations. Uh, and he'll go on to write 15 more, including some of my favorites like The Yoga Factor, Full for Love, and Checkpoint. Uh, he also wrote for True Calling and uh, Harriet the Spy, which I think we did mention uh, on Revelations. Uh, directed by Michael Lang. This is the third of four for him for the series. He's done Surprise, Band Candy, and we'll go on to do Pangs, and that'll be it. Also, uh, two episodes of Angel. Uh, what uh, what happened in this episode? To quote Doug Petrie, this is an action-packed episode, and he forgot how much stuff happens in this episode. So I'm going to try to remember <laughs> everything that went down, because <laughs> it's quite a bit. Uh, Buffy and Faith are bonding and maybe not a great way for Buffy uh, in the end because she's picking up some bad traits, being a bad girl, as the title would imply. Um, they're fighting some vampires. They, they notice they have some weird swords that they've never seen before, so maybe this is a clue that there's a bigger thing for these vampires. They're not just our rando, regular vampires. Uh, our friends are dealing with college applications, kind of, but they are barely in the show. Uh, and we got a new watcher. A whole new fucking watcher. Wesley Wyndham Price, welcome to the show. Yes. Uh, he is here to be a foil for Giles and for everyone to laugh at. The general punching bag, but it's uh, totally worth it. The vampires are part of a duelist cult. Is that real? No, it's not. It's made up. Because um, duelist cults are a thing. Uh, they work for this immobilized, you could say, <laughs> vampire demon Balthazar, whose powers include telekinesis and uh, neck snapping through boobs. And the... He needs an amulet to fight the mayor. We'll talk about that later, which I did not realize was a thing. Uh, the mayor also becomes invincible in this episode. Uh, and oh yeah, Faith murders Deputy Mayor, Deputy Mayor Alan Finch. My heart. Another podcast would say bells, but no. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we are going to deal with that next episode in a, one appropriately titled Consequences. But yeah, that's a, a whole lot of shit goes down. Too much. Um, Buffy also breaks into a story. It's like, it's a lot. We'll talk about it, but they get arrested. They get arrested. They get Freeze. arrested. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. Um, a couple of first kind of in this episode, there's not really any first unless we count Buffy breaking in, you know, committing robbery, <laughs> getting arrested as a first, which you could totally, somebody being a human being murdered. First time, has Buffy read the paper before? I mean, that's <laughs> that like that the mundane first? everyday things we don't really think. Yeah. About. So we don't, I don't really know if there's like firsts per se. Um, 
But are like, you kidding me? First time we see a Slayer kill a human. Well, that's yeah, that's oh, what that's I mean. True. Like, but it's not Buffy. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. But for first, yeah. <laughs> your face. Okay. I love that you're such a faith aholic that like you're still like if it's not Buffy, it doesn't count. Yeah, what is this faith vampires there? Like what? Because I would just leave faith out of this episode completely. Oh. Try to tell the story without faith. That's what I would try to do. Couldn't do that. Couldn't do that. Well, faith is not interested in proper training, so I must rely on you to keep up with yours. I hate being the good one. Uh, yeah, so that's that's a big first. Yeah, that's a huge first. But I like okay because I don't want to get bogged down in. People have definitely died. There's definitely been no, innocent bystanders. That's true, though. People have died. But not, but mur- I guess because that was a straight up murder, right? She Right in she front. Him. Yeah. Yes. But Ted died, too. Right. Buffy right in the front. Series, and that's uh, manslaughter. He was a robot. Right. Yeah. But if he wasn't. But she but didn't know was. that. But she didn't know that beforehand. He's scrap heap of life. What if Deputy Mayor Alan Finch turned out to be a robot? Then but it would take. Away- I know. True. But we don't know that yet. Okay. We have to wait for consequences. Okay, we'll get to this conversation in consequences. It's okay. Yes. Because we do know that because we've that's seen the show before that's a fair point it's definitely a first and especially seeing it like happen mm-hmm. that's pretty rad that's pretty nuts okay first murder from a slayer <laughs> thank you you're welcome didn't know that was gonna be so controversial does buffy murder anybody throughout the show that's what i'm i asked that no no, no. yeah okay as far as i can tell because the, the closest she gets is with ben glory's ben as we all know ben is glory ben, ben is, is glory, glory. glory's ben <laughs> <laughs> uh She's about to kill Glory, and then uh, Glory turns back into Ben, and she can't do it. She can't finish the job because Ben's human, which I feel like that's we're skirting a line. Gar- that's, you can do it. That's a bullshit line. Kill fucking but, uh, Ben. So she walks away, and Giles kills him instead. So Yeah, but Ben is Glory. Glory is Ben. Glory is Ben. So, so, yeah. so, I mean, he could go. Anyway. Okay, so she never really does kill anybody. That's yeah, really not interesting. On purpose. I never thought Like I said, some, some of her actions may have caused people to die. Well, sure, and that has happened. But, like, I mean, she and she's seen death all around her, but even in the comics, we don't. You can't think confirm. So. I mean, they do. Don't they destroy There's worlds? Be, like, yeah, collateral yeah. damage mm. out the wazoo. But I don't think. I don't think there's ever been any like intentional murder. This isn't a Tupperware party. It's a little hard to plan. Round three isn't a plan. It's Sesame Street. Uh, but a couple of little interesting tidbits. The mayor's dislike of germs uh, and kind of his mannerisms are based on producer David Greenwalt's a little oh. bit because he's apparently a germaphobe. The when they're going through the schools that. Willow gets into originally Wesleyan was not on the list, but Joss Whedon put it in because of Wesley Window Price. And I was like, oh, yikes. When they said it, I was like, I wonder if, and then it was. Uh, Doug Petrie is a fan of torches and swords. So we get to thank him for Giles holding the sword because that's like his favorite thing to do. This Apparently, Doug Petrie wanted there to be standing water during that scene, but then production just laughed at him and said no. Like when they're fighting uh, the duelist because it would be too hard to do. So they just ended up with the puddle that. Uh, Buffy gets drowned in. I love that people laughed at it in his face. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so rude. And shooting that man in the scene was really tough because how do people not hurt their heads and stuff? But you're just that. jumping through stuff. Fucking hate that. Um, originally, they were going to write, or Petrie, since you wrote this episode, was going to write uh, kind of a joke about the mayor. You know, when he was taking the picture of the Boy Scouts, he was going to write after they left the room, like, oh, I can't, you know, can't stand having to do this kind of stuff. And Joss Whedon was like, no, he legitimately loves this shit. Like, he has this Norman Rockwellian idea of America, and he loves it. Like, this, he's like, oh, I understand the mayor now. I was like, cool, glad you, <laughs> you're on board. Well, that makes total sense. Yeah. I'm glad that they don't Yeah, no, that's why joke. his character yeah. is cool. Because... Except for, like, at the end when he's just like, I'll eat them. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally. Admit it. Some days, don't you want to just wake up and say to hell with the diet? Uh, 
Angel, the him coming in when he's like, his name is Angel, which I thought was ridiculous. Stacia thought it was cool. And apparently so did David Greenwald. That apparently was like. <laughs> oh, wait, when he's like, at the end when he comes in and finds And they're like, or, who has my amulet? Yeah. <laughs> my name is Angel. Uh, no, his name is Angel. Oh. Yeah. The man that has my amulet. Yeah, whatever. But I don't know about cool is the I word I was looking it. for. I was thinking, why are you all sitting back dramatically in the wings when people almost die? Like, he could kill Giles at any moment. And you guys are waiting for a great time to jump in. Yeah. That's all they're doing. No, Gotta have a good entrance. Gotcha. I suppose. I don't and know. If so, I like that line. It's a good it entrance. Was, it was definitely cheesy, but I still thought it was fun. He was already in Vamp Face, too. I don't that know that fun. I would call it cool. Yeah. When Faith and Buffy break into the uh, sporting goods store, she has a line, that we're like a little throwaway line about, like, do you think they're insured? And Faith is like, honestly, I don't really care. Is that my priority? Um, Buffy actually uses the logic of, well, this place is probably insured to rob banks in season eight to fund the Slayer operation. So, neat. <laughs> um, Willow's middle name is revealed to be Danielle in a couple of the early scripts, which I didn't. Sounds a little weird. Willow, Danielle, Rosenberg. Does that work? It works. And uh, biggest thing that I learned Faith was supposed to die at the end of this episode. Really? Not just die, but she was supposed to have hung herself off screen. And when Buffy goes to talk to her, she finds Faith like hanging, which is so fucked up and dark. Like it's one thing to kill off a character, but like, oh my God, that's, that's a different show. I feel like that would kill her. But yeah, that was apparently an idea that they threw They did have the moment when after she stabbed Stephanie Finch, she was like, um, I didn't know. I didn't, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know. Like, but yeah, then very quickly though, they didn't really double down on that. Mm -hmm. Maybe they do have footage out there of like maybe a little bit more like her breaking down in that moment because Man, it is weird, though. She goes up to the body or whatever, and then at the end, she's just like, I fucking threw in the fucking motion. I don't care. Yeah, I think that in my head, the character that Faith is, that was a bigger deal for her than uh, we saw. We know. (laughs) Uh, Well, well, let's just get into it. I I do actually like this episode. There's a shit ton that goes on, and it gets a a little much. Uh, But I would like to know your opinion. Stacia, what, what did you feel about Bad Girls? I like this episode good yeah i like i like the episodes and it's usually um the best best moments of faith i think is when faith gives buffy permission to enjoy herself i really like seeing buffy like yeah i'm a fucking superhero like i can do what i want and like like really like living that to the max i also love every episode where we get slutty buffy i love it i love slutty buffy there should be more slutty buffy Well, I was saying to you earlier, just like last, or Helpless two weeks ago, uh, you know, pulling the the light on and having all the Polaroids, they thought of the, all they were like, let's do an episode. I've got a vision of Faith and Buffy dancing in a club together, bunch of guys around them. Let's write that episode. Doug, Doug, get on it, buddy. Yes, sir. I've got some other ideas too. Well, I want uh, Faith out. to hang herself. Listen, no, Doug. Focus on the sexiness. We want lots of sex. Uh, apparently, that was his favorite thing that he's ever done on the show was uh, write that scene. But not necessarily just the scene of them dancing specifically, yeah. but the smash cut between them breaking into the vampire lair and then cut to dancing, which was pretty cool. It was fantastic. Yeah. That was the best moment of the show. Yeah, that was that was fantastic. So Even all the stuff with Angel. Even Angel showing up and being so sad in the, in the corner. Oh, I love that. But then I, after that was Wesley. Like <laughs> all that entire scene to me was maybe beyond the very end was one of my favorite moments of the whole thing because I loved Angel with Wesley and just Wesley being the weird patsy and yeah. he's just like existing in the show. Yeah. It's fun. 
Now, hang on a minute. Walking around with this thing's like one of your targets. You gonna put it somewhere safe that's actually safe? I'll do it now. I'll just somebody come on Balthazar. If I may, Balthazar is dead. Am I the only one that remembers that? Be careful. You know me? I mean it. What's going on? Yeah, and when Buffy, like, reaches into his coat and pulls out the amulet, and he's like, how'd you know? And she's like, it pooches your jacket. <laughs> pooches your jacket. <laughs> and then they kiss, and just like, be careful, you too. And then he's like, what is happening? Yeah. I love that. So I, oh, their relationship, Buffy and Angel, is, you know, we not, not a fan of it. But, no. But I, because Buffy's in the zone that she's in, where she's like, I can do whatever I want. Slutty mm-hmm. Buffy mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously Angel's like weird. I'm like, okay, let's, this is a little much. You need yeah. to calm down. I, I love, if their relationship was like it is right now, mm-hmm. all the time, I th- think I would hate it way less. I mean, mm-hmm. pedophilia aside, yeah. uh, it's, it's like he's an adult and they're having like an adult conversation where like we're both professionals like we this is what we do this is our job and he's like all right i'm on it and you know girl go do you kiss bye like it was mm-hmm. it was such like a cool moment and i i we never have that with them usually it's always no. like drama and like or you know but angel's being a kicked puppy and buffy's bringing him blood or something like that but like to have them in this in, they're in their zone like angel is very angelly angel the series angel in this episode i feel like yeah where he's very confident and just mission oriented and That's a great point and i really enjoy it and i think him and buffy together in this episode what their relationship could have been maybe if she was a little bit older or it was a different type Ooh, of thing like 200 years older yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Like pretending for a moment Angel's actually 26 or whatever, you know? Well, so many windows into it. It was like a cool window into Buffy and Angel, which we only get so often. But it was also a really cool window into Angel and Wesley and how crazy that whole thing goes down, too. Like, that is a weird little thing where they don't even know how important those two characters are going to be to one another. And it's just so cool to have them in that moment, especially when Wesley at the end is like, I don't even know the guy's name. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, man, like you're going to die for him. It's so yeah. unbelievably like the weight. I'm like goosebumps. The weight from that is so wonderful. And they don't even know that in this moment. And and I think those are the things that make this episode so great. And Faith, too, is so good in Angel and the comics that I, I'm with you. I want I, I tried in this episode to give her the benefit of the doubt, but she's so dumb. Well, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about Faith, shall we? Because. I I really really enjoyed the idea of faith, um, just in the same way that I enjoyed the idea of Tara. But we don't get it's just it's all subtext, as Doug Petrie would say. There's a lot of lesbian subtext. I mean, Fuffy, as we know, ship that tails itself, and never is it the winds. The sails are never more full than in this episode. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> they dance together. Well, Fuffy. I mean, it's just like drawing a heart on a window. I get it. It's because of the staking, but no fantastic the looks that they give each other especially when uh they're fighting in buffy before right before she gets drowned and faith just looks at her across the room because she saved her and just like so many great things it's just wonderful and he mentions it twice and he said that eliza deshka was actually really into the like playing up the sexuality a whole lot not just like obviously faith is a very sexual person not just with buffy but um he was like we forgot to tell her to pull it back so she just really went for it all the time (laughs) again with the grunting you realize I'm not comfortable with this. Hey, slang's what we were built for. If you're not enjoying it, you're doing something wrong. I just think that it's, uh, she she had so much there, not just with Buffy, that's just a silly thing, but uh, there's it? no way. <laughs> like, I think that that scene when, right when she murders <laughs> Debbie Mary Allen Finch, who was in my notes as DMAF, so everyone knows. Um, I, <laughs> I like to read Kathy. 
so throughout the the commentary of the episode that Doug Petrie does um, on the the DVD, uh, he talks about how you know Faith is obviously the bad girl. Uh, apparently, there must have been somebody in his life that was a friend of his sister's that was like the bad girl of the school. Uh, and he actually a lot of the anecdotes made in like he witnessed her summon another girl out of school like to skip class by doing that by going to the window and like writing a message on it to, to get her out. Uh, and want take have was apparently like a catchphrase of this friend. And I, I mean, I think uh, he also said that it's kind of a Betty and Veronica thing with, you know, Buffy and Faith. One being yeah. good, one being the bad one, which I know nothing about, but it's a Riverdale thing. You know stuff about Riverdale, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, Archie Comics, but uh, I, I mean, which is all very obvious. He also at points says that he feels bad for Faith, which is where I always find myself is really empathizing with her because she's just a reactionary person like all this the way that she handles life is because she's had a shit hand dealt to her and this is how she does it she does it by shutting down and uh being this kind of a a bully sometimes where she's strong-headed and does whatever she wants and uh damn the consequences uh but at the end of the the commentary i thought it was interesting that he said he being petrie again that when says the line you know okay this is the last time we're gonna have this conversation and we're not even having it now you understand me there is no body i took it waited it and dumped it body doesn't exist getting rid of the evidence doesn't make the problem go away it does for me Faith, you don't get it you killed a man no you don't get it i don't care you don't get it i don't care yeah he says she really doesn't care. And I don't think that's true. And I also think that completely contradicts everything he's been saying up until that point in the commentary, which I thought was interesting because I think she does care. I think it's obvious in the moment that she kills uh, Alan Finch, Debbie Mayor Alan Finch, that... D-Math. D-Math, sorry. In that moment when she kills D-Math, that it's not just... He tried to say play it as we won't know until the end of the episode what she's thinking there, implying that she's plotting to throw his body in the river, right? And I don't, that's not what her face is. That's not what, how Liza Dushku, I think, is doing the scene. Mm. So if that was his intent, I don't think that was the case. For me, it was like, I did this. Like, immediately she's going into survival mode. We gotta go, we gotta go. We gotta yeah, go, yeah. pushing Buffy. Like, come on, he's fucking dead, let's go. But I, she goes back by herself, and I think it's to really deal with the gravity of like, oh, fuck, I did this. And obviously to then okay, I need to do something about this because I can't get caught for murder, so I'll throw his body in the river. And when Buffy comes to find her in the end, I think it's all bullshit. I, I think she's posturing. I think she's scared and she's saying whatever she thinks she needs to tell Buffy to get her off her case. Like to, I, I don't think any but of how, that's real. But how do you think that that's, like a good, that's a good thing to tell your friend? Like Instead of like, yeah, you're right. I'm really sad. That would get her off her case too. That's like, true. oh man, this is a, I need to really think about it. I'm sorry. Like, I can't believe I did that. Instead of being like, I don't care. That, <laughs> that is like, I'm more on your case. Are you kidding me? You're a fucking like cold blooded murderer. Yeah. That to me is worse. I, like, it, I'm, I don't know how I feel. I'll have to keep watching because I don't quite remember. But like, in my moment right now watching this, I'm thinking Faith is a fucking asshole and a fucking murderer. And, yeah. and she always had that in her. Always. Mm. I and think she I, she goes to defensive mode when she's in trouble or when she's scared. Yeah. But she did fucking murder a guy. She did, but it was an accident. Sure. And then she fucking threw the body in the ocean Which like is less a of fucking an gangster. More of a plan. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, it's tough. That's a hard one. Yeah. If you really have a soft spot for it, I get it. I do get it. Like you're saying, the defensiveness of it, you know, just sort of walking back and forth with their clothes and hanging it out. And even just the situation she's in, that weird stock footage shot of the motel or whatever, mm-hmm. that was some like 
they paid for that. They bought that stock footage. (laughs) I got a snapshot of that. That was bad stuff. (laughs) And, but she's still living in this thing. Like she's still living there. Is she not Buffy's age? Yeah. Why is she not in school? She's she's actually, yeah, like six months to a year younger than Buffy. Yeah. How is she not enrolled in high school? I don't know. That's what I mean. Like, and you're right. So when you think about all that, Joyce not helping Faith, her not being in school, her basically cutting like how are you getting this girl out of school like what's going on like why you should be in school you do feel bad for her the biggest guess, thing but... that i can imagine she's thinking is that if she lets buffy in if she says yeah i did this and owns up to it and all this stuff is that she'll get in trouble like she's trying to protect herself in that like if we just pretend this didn't happen and you know nothing means anything i don't care we're just moving on doesn't so, she get darker though okay so you think that she's lying to buffy and she really does care but she's scared yes do you think she's lying to Buffy or do you think she doesn't I, care I, I think she doesn't care I, I don't think so yeah I think that that's part of her arc too and but we do you, get we deal deal with those like aspects of her personality as we go forward I mean you're yeah. right she does keep going on that path like she yeah. gets darker and darker and she kills other people and uh I, I just it's she turns it around she comes back I mean Angel brings her back so does I mean, that mean she doesn't care in that moment, though? I guess yeah. it, 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 does, it doesn't, right? It doesn't change anything of how she feels right now. But that's I think that's what I'm putting on to it is like knowing the faith that we sure. get in the end. For me, it's hard to, to reconcile who she is right in this second, yeah. in this moment. But yeah, I, I mean, I guess you have to say. And even the guy who fucking wrote the episode is saying, no, she doesn't give a shit. Like, she's flipped that switch. She's... All right, I'm a murderer now. Well, and I think that plays out for the rest of the year, right? She does even, go into the bad I mode. I feel like she doesn't think of herself as a murderer. I... I, I think, think that's true too. I think that's the key. I think, you know, she, I think I don't, obviously I don't think you can argue about this. She didn't mean to kill. Him. Right. She yeah. didn't know that she meant to kill a vampire or whatever. She didn't know he was human or she wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, everyone would agree on that. And I think, so it makes sense that in the immediate aftermath of that, you'd be like, Oh my God, what did I do? Right. But I think that faith is ultra practical. And at the end of the day, she's like, it's a casualty of war. Like, right. mm. It's just a side effect of what happens when we do what we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And so she's just not thinking, I killed a person. She's thinking, how do I deal with the yeah. consequences of this? Because I can't go to jail for doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. She's just thinking damage control, not about like the moral yeah. gravity of... Or- like, you don't get it. I don't care. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. Why are you acting like this is a bigger deal than it is? We kill things all the time, Buffy. It's yeah. who we are. I mean, she just says at the beginning of the episode, yeah. Buffy. Yeah, she That's does. What we're yeah. Built then, yeah, yeah, we're building yeah. towards so it, which is So I don't great. think she's thinking about it like I murdered someone. I'm a murderer. There's blood on my hands. Mm-hmm. I think she was like freaked out in the immediate aftermath because she's like, I didn't mean to do this. Like, I didn't know. Like, she kept repeating that. I didn't know. I didn't mm-hmm. know. I would have done something different if I had known. But I think, you know, practicality is it happened. It's not going to be like this isn't the first time this has happened it's not going to be the last time it happens like it sucks for him but reality is like you know i was doing what i was supposed to be doing and i just need to make sure now that i don't get caught for it exactly and i I think so it makes sense you get buffy's reaction at the end there because it's like what is buffy going to do like we need to deal with this deal with it how i dealt with it it's done Mm -hmm. why are you pushing me further like i handled it leave it alone like we're we're done (laughs) in the end she's she's uh, faith is obviously wrong because I, apparently, I mean, I don't know why the fuck he was hiding behind a fucking. I mean, yeah, l- let's be honest. DMF, you got to take a little responsibility. Yeah, for this. he was. That yeah. was irresponsible. Like, you need to be out in the open, in the light, saying, "Buffy, Faith, I'm a person. I'm clearly <laughs> call." Like, was he out there to call them and I be think, like, "Hey, 
Uh, yeah, he was there to talk to them. To talk to them. Why he would pick an alley when like I just there's a, yeah there's that's a what I mean. His and that's why I'm sympathetic to that because like his death was completely almost unavoidable. If you're coming out of the shadows and, his fault. and they're fighting people, yeah, you're gonna die. Like <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a high probability of your yeah. death. And like I don't think Faith should be on it, but Faith is wrong in that following that thread like Buffy's guilt about it is going to I'm, I assume lead somehow to the mayor like there is a direct tie to the mayor in that way and that is the true source of the evil so when you're saying like don't worry about it it's all done forget about it I think Faith is wrong in that sense and as we've seen over the past 20 years of TV musing upon these deaths sort of that's the thing people do and when you don't do it you're a fucking sociopath and i think faith is a sociopath on some level and that's a lot of what she grapples with in the comics and later on just trying to become a a, a person who actually feels something well i think she slips into that role uh that that kendra had before where she's like i'm just i'm a weapon like i this is what i do Uh, where kendra obviously took it in a scholarly like very practiced calm way uh but faith actually takes <coughs> pleasure in it too which i think is the difference between kendra kendra used it as was like all about this is the mission and this is what i do because that's what who we are and faith takes that a step further is and i like it yeah. and that's the little bit of, i think you have to have a little bit of that sociopath kind of thing when you enjoy killing i mean even buffy she they're not people but they're living things and she's killing them all day every day and like that's got to take a toll on you. And, and obviously Buffy deals with that in a completely different way that Faith deals with it. She decides to embrace it and use it as a power. Like and grunt. I, and all the grunting. Yes. Well, that was the very first episode when we, when we met Faith, she said, you know. Isn't it crazy how slaying just always makes you hungry and horny? Well, sometimes I, I crave a mom fat yogurt afterwards. I get it. So even in this in episode, the, yeah. mm-hmm. she keeps alluding to that. Tell me that it doesn't. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the, and so I think we've again been leading toward the, that sort of energy will lead to unaccounted for deaths. And then he is the one that had to die, unfortunately. When you go too far into just like the hedonistic idea of the power, you're going to fuck up. Well, and so that's what I think gets to the problem with me for the episode is that we tried in one, one episode, which I don't think is enough to make Buffy the bad girl, make Buffy the one who's like yeah. doing the same things for as 10 Faith fucking minutes, for 10 fucking <laughs> minutes. And she became a totally different character. Yeah. And there's nothing I hate more than a show that is like, we need to prove a point. So we need to take this 45 minute show and make, you know, 20 minutes of it where we've completely changed our character just to prove a point, just to do something. No, you got to have that over the course of multiple episodes or have her slowly go bad with faith. Yeah. That's a harder show to do. That would have been fun though. Yeah. They no, totally would have. And it could have coalesced with those great scenes with dancing in the club. All of those things should have been major highlights of multiple episodes instead of just everything jammed into one. Agreed. And uh, that was really rough for me. Uh, Petrie actually mentioned that because I thought that was same too. Like, what a transition! So apparently, at least in in his mind, uh, when Buffy gets drowned, when she's drowned in the, in the little pool uh, by, I think Vincent, one of our duelist cult buddies. Uh, oh yeah, El Illuminati. Let's never forget. Never forget. Um, El Illuminati. Apparently, he's supposed to that that was supposed to be incredibly literal for death and rebirth. It was supposed to be like a baptism. Like she really Buffy, as we know her, died in that moment, and it was literally like a flip switching. And now she's a bad girl. And I was like, I, I point us to Sasha's commentary on Prophecy Girl and why that episode is important, and how this episode is bullshit compared to that. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? You're going to say that death and rebirth that happened there 
didn't it happened again. It just happened again in this episode. One Slayer dies, next one's called. Wonder who she is. Will you train her? Or will they send someone else? Buffy. To say how he's gonna kill me? You think it'll hurt? That's what he said verbatim. So I don't know. Like he said, it's supposed to be death and rebirth. I don't know if we're talking metaphorical because there's no, she was just holding her fucking breath. She didn't die. There's no way she was dead even for a second. Right. Because you can't restart your own shit. Right. Like she was either dead in the pool or she was holding her breath and popped up. Well, but they did the whole like after the slow-mo, which never forget the (laughs) slow-mo. She was laying there limp for a couple of seconds, limp as if she was dead. Right. And then she popped back up. But I think up. she's just smart enough to be like, I'm just going to make this guy get off me. Yeah, we can say whatever we want. Yeah. I think that was fucking trash. And I hated jumping down the manhole to go and do this. <laughs> I just. I love that line. Like, and if you don't come after me, I might die. And Buffy's yeah. biggest mistake, going after Faith. This is perhaps Faith. New Watcher? New, New Watcher. Watcher. Screw that. Now, why didn't I just say that? Buffy, would you... Uh... I'll see if I can get her back. Uh, don't say anything incredibly interesting while I'm gone. Should have let her fucking die. Yeah, but when you love somebody, they can't they can't help themselves. <laughs> Fuffy would not exist <laughs> if it wasn't for... I just made a list of every time Faith was a dumbass in this episode. Oh, please indulge us. And I apologize if your sensibilities are hurt, Kelly. It's okay. I'll, I'll try to. But I feel like this is a moment for, to, for us to collect some other, some other faith-based sure. stuff. Sure, sure. Uh, the very first time we see her openly talking about having sex with Xander in public with people that are beyond acquaintances. Why would you ever talk about your sexual liaisons with Xander? What are friends for? I mean, I'm sorry. It's just all the sweating nightly, side-by-side action, and you never put in for a little after-hours. Uh. Thanks for the poetry. And now. Well, she's not. She's indirectly talking about it. But I think Buffy kind of, kind of got, and then later got with the twitching. I know they'll probably get to it later, but I feel like. How smart, observant, and capable Buffy is, is on the same scale of how strong she is. And that's all I can say about that. Because in one moment, we talk about how smart and good Buffy, like, especially in this, Buffy's intelligent. She waits. She doesn't act like Faith does, right? And that's what we're supposed to be drawing. But then she's like. I don't know how to do anything and I, I don't know who I am or how to solve problems and I don't are you saying that Xander what so I don't know anyway is anyone else intimidated because I'm just expecting thin slips of paper with the words no way written in crayon they're typing those now oh. fair enough so so number one though is just even even mentioning Xander like don't even talk about him don't even like allude to the fact because later you're gonna look back on this and be like oh shit she was talking about having sex with Xander I can't believe I indulged that conversation <laughs> Um, she couldn't wait till three to fight the vampires Impulsive. who then had dual wielding swords, which was amazing at the moment. And then just kind of fought don't them have off. enough opportunities for swords. And then she says, uh, this isn't a Tupperware party. It's a little harder to plan. And I said, good luck planning your next Tupperware party with that curse hanging over your head. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is wrong with you? Don't say that kind of shit. Oh, God. She's so turned on by violence. Yeah. Uh, that later, you know, even Bonehead Buffy, and I will say, she's a bonehead in this episode. That's right. A bonehead. Whoa. Even Bonehead Buffy thought, you basic. Like, <laughs> that, that was bad. Um, when she goes into the Gleaves crypt, 
how did she miss the six vampire guys going out? There's only one way in. So, like, she was just there and, like, what are you doing in the fucking crypt, Buffy? Where are the people? Bitch, if you're going to fight them, go fight them. You just walked past them to get into this crypt. I was just hiding. <laughs> oh, God. And that's where I say letting just and then jumping down. It was Super Mario jumping oh, yeah. down into that fucking manhole. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Real dangerous. <laughs> I really hate it. Um, She did that smirk thing, as you said, when when Buffy saved her life and then fucking was proceeded to be drowned as Faith did nothing. Well, she was being held by one vampire. <laughs> Ooh, also again with the sliding scale of strength, the force oh, with which she like that you would have to throw a wooden little stake into a vampire that's like fifteen feet away, twenty feet away to k- kill him to pierce his bones and I just like it's fuck. not even just the force; it's also the finesse that she has because she fucking rams the sword right into his like I mean his stomach, his crotch area to grab that amulet, oh, yeah, 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 just ram it through his body. And but, take I mean, the amulet on the way out and kill him. Well, he wouldn't die because the sword's not made of wood. Cut off his head as he falls there down. There you go. If you cut off his head, then the amulet's. I mean, you know what free. I mean? He's dead. You just cut off the head at the yeah, end. Yeah. But, like, that was amazing. Just boop, boop. Yeah. Gonna grab that amulet and then let him run away. What? Kill him. What's wrong with you? She interrupts Buffy in class. I mean, what is this thing? And her talking, just like talking constantly to Willow and Xander unbelievable and that's when she's a bad girl i know that i get it she's a bad uh after they were having their sexy time on the dance floor faith stupidly calls out call Call me me. to the gaggle of men she never gave them her number she definitely didn't give and there is no one person she's calling out to no all of them um so that was amazing uh breaking into the sporting goods store uh, mainly I hated it just because of the music that was played. Oh my God. I'm that glad was, you said something yeah. I completely forgot. The worst. The worst the music. absolute worst. Like, Christophe Beck, you were better than that. That was bad. That was bad. And then the cops showing up and I just imagine the cops freeze. Wait, aren't you Buffy Summers who we interrogated over the mysterious death of your mother's boyfriend? Took a witness statement of those dead kids that even we can't remember and eerily also yelled freeze at you once before as you were fleeing the library after the murder of your friend? <laughs> It's like these cops, man. You they need to, say, to. He shot first. He comes in, shoots his gun. Oh, and did he says, really shoot his gun? Absolutely. There's a huge bang sound. I was like, oh my fucking god! And then he and then proceeds to say, "Drop the weapons or I'll shoot." I'm like, yeah, already, you already did. Shot. <laughs> but yeah, that was really rough. Then he just comes in, bang, <laughs> fire into these two girls. God. You mean they're not one of one of these girl gangs? And then she says, the "We're the Slayers." Uh dumb move except for that you then possibly could have killed those cops with that why are you you guys could have just broken the doors Um, and jumped on out why are you kicking them in the back of the head yeah i mean you can't open uh, cop car doors from the inside but you could theoretically if you have that kind of force which you should you could just kick the window out and also those cars were. but then you have the cops coming after you with their guns i guess that's true with their guns you get the combination of knocking them out and being able to escape yeah as long as you don't kill them by accident i mean that would have been they were fine oh that also leads me to can this has bugged me since the first time i saw this episode what does the sentence five people have the racket we made and they're fine mean who says that faith says right after they escape from the cop car Buffy's like, well, you should check on them. And she says, five people already have the racket we made. Heard. No, she says have. Not only does she very clearly say have, but even the subtitles say have. Five people already have the racket we made, <laughs> and they're fine. So they 
Probably meant her. This is a one-two punch of I don't know what the fuck that sentence was. Why didn't she say heard? Add that to dumbass moments of faith (laughs) in this episode. Not knowing English because she doesn't go to school. Yeah, that's true. And the final point that I have is a crossbow. I found it amazing that she was like, I got this crossbow and I'm killing it. It's a compound bow. Which she calls a longbow, but it's a compound bow. Anyway, sorry. Then the vampire flips down. And we get this short scene that I thought we were never going to go back to of her like struggling with it. She like couldn't load it, and then <laughs> yeah, they cut really hard cut away. And I was like, "Oh, that's really funny." I, yeah, they Alexa probably didn't mean to keep like, that. Oh, fuck, I don't. Oh. And then they cut back to just her like, oh, "I don't care." <laughs> so I really feel like part of they had a scene made where she was going to shoot that vampire, and they were going to dust it. Maybe, and, and then, then she like she couldn't do it. So like, I just fucking just run up. And yeah, that's really just, rough. Just, just, just get him. It's fine. That yeah. she tried for so long was really ridiculous. Yeah. And she went through the trouble away. of getting it. Why would you get it if you don't know how to use it, girl? What's yeah. what's that, that, that store now is like, I got to get another crossbow. But they're probably insured. So that's all I got. That was my my dumb moments from Faith who, uh, well, probably the dumbest moment, killing Deputy Mayor. It's a rough, rough go. I'm not going to waste the perfect comeback on you now. But don't think I don't have it. Oh, yes. It's time will come. So, life beyond high school. Anyone, please, chime in. I'm really ready for her to be with the mayor. I like her a lot in that Ugh. role, even when Ugh. she's... What? See, and like that makes me sick I because she's a bad so person. She's a bad person. I like their relationship, the even though they're no. bad people. He's a gross 100 year, 100 day, can't kill me, I can do whatever I want. Who knows what they've done? Oh my gosh, I'm I glad you said that. Know that. So... I wanted to know if either of you picked this up on this, and I had no idea until I listened to the commentary. Uh, Balthazar, did you catch that he was an enemy of the mayor, and that I did the at the mayor at, at the end. It made it clear because he's like he will rise. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and so I was like, oh, were we fighting them? I didn't really understand. That was never made clear. Nope. And you know what? Not surprised because not a great episode. No, nope. but I was. I did catch that at the end. Because I was confused. Yeah. So I had no idea. I've watched this episode probably now eight times. Yeah. And I never once knew that they were connected at all. I yeah. mean, I I just figured that line of like, he will rise. Not only is that like kind of hokey, but everybody rises. Uh, but everybody would kind of be tapped into this, right? Bad, bad guys would kind of know the mayor's up to something. Yeah. Maybe. yeah, yeah. Um, so I never put much thought into it. But yeah, apparently not only is he an enemy of the mayor, but he may be, have been the one a hundred years ago to, to strip him of his power and oh. incapacitate him. Not a hundred percent clear. Cause Peter didn't mention that specifically, but it's kind of alluded to on one of the pages I was looking at, which is really intense. I, I mean, I guess the mayor has been around for a long time and he's been shaking things up presumably, but why wasn't that at all explicitly mentioned? I don't know. The, like the, that was so ham fisted yeah. that, that he was supposed to be somehow related to the mayor. This is not way. a show that deals with subtlety. And like I that was a like subtle they thing. Make some sort of throwaway line because I thought that the the mayor had done something to Balthazar. The only real kind yeah. of clue there is is when um, Trick brings him the swords and he's like, "I haven't seen these in yeah. well quite some time." In the beginning, when Wesley's like, "Oh yes, a vampire would do swords. It must be the Illuminati," because oh it's of the course. only thing it could be. Um, he said that Balthazar's powers were stripped away from him, and then they have like some quips like, "Oh, you don't care. It's boring. Whatever. You have to yeah. go to, to Greaves and get his amulet. That's where his powers come. Blah blah blah. Whatever." But then we have that scene where Vince and the vampire gets killed because of the mayor. Blah blah blah. The mayor is invincible. 
you know, yeah. that whole thing. And then Balthazar says, Vincent made a noble effort, man to man, as befits a true warrior. He had courage, he had honor, and I have jacked a show for it. It's been a hundred years since my enemy crippled me. Now ultimate mm. power is within his grasp, and I shall not let it be. Forget about honor, forget about everything, but getting my amulet. So it sounds gotcha. like he's like he sent Vincent to kill Vincent the mayor. Vincent was supposed to kill the mayor, and he did nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I need my amulet. That's good. <laughs> good. Okay. okay. Fair yeah. enough. Unclear because he just says my enemy and never the mayor. But and it super makes sense now because the guy was hiding in the cupboard yeah. and attacked right. him. Yeah. Why would yeah, he yeah. not? Why would he do but, that? So oh, I had man. this vague idea that the mayor had taken Balthazar's powers, and yeah. apparently that's why because it does say that in the show. Holy wow. shit. Yeah, well done. Well I done. can't believe I've seen that so many times. I had no idea about that until I. <laughs> I'm still gonna say that was that's it's, a lot of exposition like to like for you to follow. In cool as eyes, you watch it four times and you finally realize <laughs> like, oh wait, a kid gets kidnapped. There's this whole witness protection <laughs> thing happening. I get it. It's not all motorcycles and the plot doesn't like kick in until halfway through the movie, anyways. <laughs> so yeah, Balthazar apparently was. Um, we all saw Austin Powers, as I said. We've all saw seen Austin Powers. <laughs> Just. Actually, there's a uh, a vampire in the first Blade movie that looks kind of like him, uh, Pearl. But uh, apparently Doug and Joss were talking about, like, what haven't we done before? And they're like, what about really fat and pale? <laughs> like, ooh, the most monstrous thing we can think of. And we'll ladle them. Wait. Yeah, I'd ladle them because that, I mean, that is gross, admittedly. Get him a shower. <laughs> I just can't, what is wrong with you guys? Um, I did. I, I, Submerge him further in the water. He also mentioned that. Like, could you imagine this guy standing up? I'm like, not really. Is he supposed to be terrified? He's not scary. He's just comical. No, like, yes. he's like, and then I kind of imagine him as like a big slug creature. And then I'm like, wait, is he sitting in a sewer and there's a whole bunch of snake body? On yeah. Him? But then he said, kept saying standing up like he's powerful. Like he'd stay like, so I have, they don't know. They, they don't, don't know. Is no the one knows. <laughs> there's no war. <laughs> they, said they stopped at fat and pale is as far as they got. <laughs> okay. So Balthazar is a joke. Um, yes. I thought it was a joke to begin with. The first time he came on screen, I just laughed out loud. I couldn't believe that I was seeing this. I totally yeah. forgot about it. And it was like, oh, this episode's fucking trash. And this is this is a great indicator of exactly what this is. Things to come. Uh, so Focus yeah, just, on Buffy and Faith. Don't do this thing. Don't do this weird side thing. There's too much of that. There's stuff. already so Wesley just came. The mayor is ascending. Wesley, the, come we on. There's so much going on. We don't yeah. need to do it. it, it murder. It that sounds like we're, we're yelling at one another, I, Kelly. That was enough. Well, if I may suggest, graduate. Getting left back, not the thrill ride you'd expect. I said Willow is too good for everyone. She shouldn't hold herself back just to make Buffy feel good, talking about her getting all those acceptances to college, and then she goes to stupid UC Sunnydale. Yeah. I know. That was really, rough. really rough. Yeah, I was thinking that, too, with all this Xander. Just come on, get out of here. Ha 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 ha! I love that family circus. Well, like Marmaduke. Oh, ugh, he's always on the furniture, unsanitary. Nobody can tell Marmaduke what to do. That's my kind of dog. <laughs> that PJ is starting yep. to become a handful. <laughs> I like to read Kathy. Kathy. <laughs> oh, Marmaduke! That's no one tells that dog. dog what to do. <laughs> so we, this episode, even though it's kind of rough, one like a couple. There's really favorite episodes. One favorite. Oh my god! There's a couple of great moments that made me laugh out loud one of them being giles leaning away from wesley oh. as he's doing the cautious thing like good, prepared slayer it was a cautious slayer or whatever then yeah they both did it's so good yeah, that was fun that was great it's not really yelling it just made me happy <laughs> uh i like the scene where giles is like there's no danger finding those here and Wesley's like vampires and he's like controlled circumstances, controlled circumstances. <laughs> the glebe's crypt 
we've never seen the Glee script no. before. That Buffy I Buffy landowner. The what? He's a wealthy. Oh, he's a wealthy. Landowner. That's, yeah. that's cool. His entire entry in the Buffy Wikipedia. I looked into sewers being a part of um, cemeteries, and it's pretty much verboten. You don't do that. You don't put cemetery you know, sewer lines inside, especially in the cemetery. Because you don't want nasty dead bodies. Right. And so it's a problem in the the East Coast and the Midwest because, you know, as we've built up cities, we've had to deal with. So everything I could find online that deals with sewers and cemeteries is moving bodies out of sewer lines and people being upset that sewer lines are going through cemeteries. California was definitely made, you know, and and Sunnydale was 100% planned uh, probably in the 1900s. There's no way that there's 18 of them. But the fact that there's 18 cemeteries means that they plan the shit out of this town because they (laughs) knew all the dead people. There's no way there's this fucking weird manhole. Plus, it leads down into the same place in the Zeppo that they fought. Come on, get out of here. No. (laughs) So I have a question about Wesley and Giles and how Giles has been fired, but he's still hanging around. New watcher. New watcher. Wesley Wyndham Price. Very nice to meet you. Is he evil? Evil. The last one was evil. So, I why the fuck is Wesley meeting with Buffy in the library? If he's really yeah. pissed about Giles being there, go somewhere else, dude. You're not the librarian. True. Fucking have your little meeting. So, so yeah. Anyway, Tasha. Great point. Great point. <laughs> Wesley says you're not helping, and Giles says, "I know. I feel just sick about just it." Sick. <laughs> that reminds me of when they're doing their glasses at, at the, the same, same time. time. Ugh. God, what a great job. So much good. So it's much. always Giles, so fun when you get someone who's more British than Giles. It's wonderful. <laughs> than Chaos Reigns. Yeah. And then he <laughs> just and just by the sheer fact of how British Wesley is, he's basically Ripper in this episode. Just oh, by yeah. just his default mm-hmm. is so like twee. And then it's like, oh, but next to this guy, he's fucking Ripper. Like, yeah. wow. I mean, he does have a sword fight later. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. incredible. Um, does Buffy know? I know she's a bad girl. But does Buffy know that if she fucks Angel, her life will become much, much harder? <laughs> so she probably shouldn't I, even... I wonder if that's why he's so like, okay, we can't. Yeah, like, I'll be the smart so, one here. I can only have so much control. Yeah, we just, we found out before. Remember when we had sex? We thought it would be a great idea. It was a horrible idea. I don't know if I had a pop. Really? Pop? You up for it? Oh, I'm up. And I know you're a bad girl right now, but I'm going to have to be a good boy. The next time when I'm a bad boy, you have to be a good girl. We have to keep this balance going or we're fucked. Uh, unfucked. <laughs> oh, very much unfucked. That's the balance. A couple fast favorite quotes from Faith Lehane. New watcher, screw that. You do the homework, I'll copy yours. As I mentioned yeah. before, if you don't come in after me, I might die. And also, hey, do you want to get some ribs after this? Which was just like, I didn't catch that so many times. It's like, you know, af- after we do the slang, you want to get some rent. That was good. Right? And then and two minutes later, she murdered somebody. And it's like, oh, what a, what I did a actually cow. go back to grab that because I was like, I, did she just say what I think she, she said? Mm-hmm. That was incredible. Great writing. I mean, yeah. what? How, who would Perfect. do that? Seja? Uh, is this the first time Faith gets arrested? arrested? That we see, I think. But I can't imagine it's the first time she's been arrested. Oh, definitely can't be the first time. In fact, in Faith, Hope, and Trick, I think she tells a story about how the police came and we were wrestling alligators down naked and the preacher. And yeah, yeah, so I think. First time we've seen on screen. Uh, the Sunnydale Press. 
What a fucking joke. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, Not real. And the fact that Joyce is, subscribes to the Sunnydale Press and reads it is equally a joke. Why can't Vincent close his mouth? Maybe that's why he couldn't kill the mayor. Because he couldn't fucking close his mouth. Every scene that dude is in, his mouth is open. What does that have to do with killing the mayor? I don't know. It just seems like he's incompetent. <laughs> Vincent, the guy in the cage. Yeah. The oh. Oh, which also no. What does I, that have to do with it? Such a simple little thing. But I love the way the mayor like walks up and puts that sword and just like lets it fall through and then spins. Like, ah, it's so, such an elegant little move. <laughs> okay. I, I'm seeing the threads of like, I love the mayor and I love Faith. Wow. You're just They're turning on all of our friends. They're Great. the best. <sighs> They're fine. Oh, oh, great scene. Oh, there was that cute little um, fighting thing that Faith made with the pillows that she like duct taped oh, to like a pole. Oh, yeah, I never saw that on. too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Her little DIY dummy. Yeah. Okay. Well, really and then cute. like she washed her tank top and then like put it on her like dresser mm-hmm. shelf. Yeah. She mean. only has the one, so. It's so sad. Somebody should fucking maybe give her Dawn's spare bedroom or something. Well, I, I don't know. I moment that I was like, is this the only time you've ever worn white, though? Uh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Trick, once again, dispensing wisdom. Uh, quote, What I always gotta be using swords. It's called a Uzi, you chump. Would have saved your ass right about now. You chump? You chump? <laughs> it would have saved your ass right about now. True. How the fuck was Angel not electrocuted when Balthazar was electrocuted? Great, great He's point. He's holding his head. But he does. But I, that, I thought angels, the same thing. Can angels, can vampires be electrocuted? Great question. But I think he I does think let no. go. That's the whole point. Like he is but, getting Yeah, but shocked. he's holding him while the electricity's happening. I think it's a 50-50 shot of like you either grip harder or you let go. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm guessing okay. I let go. That's what I thought. All right, fine. Uh, do you have anything else? Yeah, two more things. Uh, legitimately, everybody gets almost beheaded in this episode. There are so many fucking swords. I mean, Wesley almost gets beheaded. And then actually, if, if, we don't see it often, but like, yeah, vampires getting beheaded. There was like mm-hmm. three of them at least. Yeah. Swords abound. You can't forget about the sword through the mayor's head, which is. Mm. Yeah. The, and then I said the mayor <laughs> sort of gets beheaded in his weird CG fucking. <laughs> That was so rough. Uh, it was because beautiful. It's a still so it was picture. It was just yeah. I got screenshots of not only the cut of him, but then when it all came back together, it was just a photo, like almost a cut out photo. Like imagine a blurry photo of yourself that someone took. Yeah, and then they cut out your blurry face <laughs> and put it there. It's not a crisp picture. No, it is a blurry picture of this poor man. And I don't know why it lingers. That's the thing. It's like and it get, lingers. I understand it does. the effect's hard to do, but once you his head's back together for a full like five seconds. No, there's not. Lingering. But no, no. But that's the whole thing. It, it doesn't take. That's the thing with all these effects is that it's not five seconds. It is not even one second. It is a beat. Feels but that ever. beat feels so long, and it shouldn't be there. The moment he zips himself back up. If you let it linger for one beat, We've that's too it. long. Yeah. Exactly. Five seconds would have been, that would have been egregiously funny. I would have been laughing my head off. <laughs> that would have been funny. Because seriously, no, no, it was a frame. It was yeah. a frame. I went frame by frame to put it, it together and I missed it the so first time long. and I'd go back. Yeah. Okay. Remember how Angel said that he could smell the sunrise? Oh God, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can smell the sunrise long before it comes. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that he could have smelled Buffy's hand and that it wasn't her blood? Maybe. And maybe wouldn't not. he say, can I get a lick of that? <laughs> Once he found out that it wasn't her blood. No, because Angel's above that. I know, but secretly, though, Spike do you think up. part of like his, he was just like, that's not your blood, though. Like, can I just lick that off your hand real quick? <laughs> I don't know that vampires can smell different Why can he smell blood? the fucking sunrise, though? That's, Seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, the, okay, if he can smell the sunrise, we've established he has great smell. So why can't he smell the difference? He should know Buffy's blood, like the smell of Buffy's blood. 
I mean, I know it's, it's weird to say, it but why? Like he would know. But why is that? Even why would that not be a thing? A question of like, I can tell you're not actively bleeding. Why do you have blood on you? Yeah, oh, yeah, that okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so like this blood, super foreign. Never, never smelled this blood before. Let me get a taste of that. Uh, I don't know, but maybe somebody can answer that question for us by getting on us at Beat Me Pod everywhere: Twitter, Tumblr. Instagram. You can also find us on Spotify. If you're listening to us there right now, then why don't you go ahead and pop on over to our playlist, Beat Me Hyphen Fun Time playlist for Podcast Fans Season 3, where you can find any music that might happen in the episodes that we do our little podcast here, or every episode that's available. Wow. Every song that's available on Spotify for the episodes themselves of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, any song will be in there as well. Um, I think that maybe we have some, some watches updates. We definitely have a big one if you want to. Before we get to the rankings, we got to do the watches. That's right. That's just how it goes. Xander button down tank top watch. Absolutely. He's only in two scenes and he's definitely rocking that in the first one when they're in the little like, what do you even call that? Like common room? I know. I took a photo of it because I was like, I need to remember this and really try to get a grip on where this is. Is that how... a thing in high schools? I, I mean, there are like room, there are like area? little spots, but no, there's no couches or anything like that. I mean, I watched a character in this episode come in as they were talking and like, laboriously take off all of his stuff his coat put it down put all of his stuff on the little desk you know because behind them there are little private desks and like he took off you can watch him he's doing like taking off all of his stuff putting it all in place literally goes to sit down the bell rings and he starts putting it back on (laughs) and walks away and I'm like this poor guy how many times did he have to do that fucking take that's amazing so uh, yeah but that was the only scene Xander was in and that was well that and then when they're in the lab together Oh, yeah. Oh, true, true. That's fair. Uh, Maroon jacket watch. No. No. Still still a no-go. Although Angel rocking a very nice leather jacket in this one. Very Angel-y again. No. Angel looks good in this episode, I gotta say. They're getting ready for it. Giles being mean to Oz. Um, No, there's no evidence of it. And Giles might have liked his black hair. He got his uh, hair You know, I would say you need to stop doing this, except there is legitimately a scene in season four where Giles is bad at Oz. Cool. I'm excited. And we're going to keep this watch going. Wesley watch. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Wesley yeah. watch. And yeah. as I said before, amazing to see Angel with him and, mm-hmm. and everything with Giles is just gold. Those are my favorite moments of the whole show. And really, I didn't really I didn't think I was going to really love because in my head, I love him on Angel, but I detest him on this. But I fucking love so him. So funny. I fucking love him. He's so great. Uh, Devin watch. No, no he wouldn't have been DJing. I mean, unless he's got a DJ side gig, whoever was playing the music at the bronze mm. could be Devin's new band. Buffy bang watch. I think it's over. I she didn't bang anyone. So <laughs> famously, famously unbanged, unbanged deputy mayor, Alan Finch watch for the last time. Your watch has ended. See you later. My friend shouldn't hide behind fucking uh, weird uh, shipping. Uh, Should jump out at slayers who are on the, on the murder problem. <laughs> Don't move. I didn't. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. We need to call nine one one now. Don't move. It's okay. I, I need. I need something to stop them. Never, never. And really announce yourself. You didn't say a word. You didn't say anything. Also, you were dying. You could have said, the mayor's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Could have fucking helped. Just like, just so you know. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's what I mean. That's why I don't understand why he was there. It's still uh, streets ahead. So we, we've got a couple confirmed streets. Crawford, Ravello, Maple Court, Sycamore, Prescott, Hypothetical Streets, Kingman's Bluff Road, and the Highway from Helpless. We did actually have a new, new road. Devereaux. Devereaux Street, I'm assuming, but it is Devereaux. Devereaux. It's near the warehouse district. So. Of course. The warehouse district that across the street from the derelict warehouse is a sporty goods store, <laughs> which is not at the same place as the hardware store, which we assume is on Sycamore, which is Main Street, but we also think there's a Main Street. Well, no, Maple Court is Main Street. Maple Court yeah. is Main Street. See, that's this. the yeah. town planning is bad, which does lead, sewers. if somebody out there is saying sewers... You know what? Sewers could definitely exist because no one's planning this fucking town. Final one. Uh, we do get a little Gwen Post. What up? Giles, most dangerous knockout yeah. of the show. He was not knocked out. He was a badass in this episode. Yep. But uh, Gwen Post is still number one, but it's good to hear her name. We'll probably never hear him from fucking no, Gwen Post so. again. No. But it was cool to at least hear about it. But she out. is still bludgeoning him twice is still the best. And Doug Petrie wrote that episode, too. Hey. But he specifically mentioned, he was like, it was nice to not have... Uh, Tony knocked out in this episode. I was uh, like, Don't you call him Tony? Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, he got called Tony, but then uh, Angel got called Boreanis. Wow, <laughs> right. wow, that level of like. Well, maybe it's weird because they have a lot of Davids. They have David Fury and David Greenwald and David Boreanis, so maybe it's easier to call them. Yeah. I don't know. But in I context, know. I think we would get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. Oh, yeah. David Fury or David Boreanis? You're talking Was about that the David show. Greenwald? <laughs> was he? Was he the one? I'm just saying it's time to rank this sucker. Willow hacks slash we talk about the net slash something witchy this way comes six for the protection spell, which she's actually been working yeah. on huh, which she's actually been working on since uh, gingerbread. That's the one that she was trying to make before yeah. all of her shit got ransacked. And lavender too. She's a... sometimes it's pine fresh. Sometimes it's minty. Sometimes it's lavender. So there's a lot of you options going on. Uh, Giles gets a nine. He doesn't get knocked out, so he can't get the full 10. But oh my God, as you mentioned, Ripper sword. Giles from with a sword, everything. Duck. He could have easily killed Wesley. He oh, yeah. didn't even stop. Yep. And Wesley, good for him. Ducked. He just did what Giles said. That was smart. Uh, yeah, and, and just razzing Wesley the whole time. It's fantastic. Uh, Joyce, actually a <sighs> decent mother. It's a short scene. It's only about a minute or two long. There's no fault on my end for Joyce. I mean, honestly, I should have taken advantage of this moment and given her a fucking 10 because you I don't know if she'll up. ever do better than this. But, <laughs> Until she dies. But I gave her oh my God, but I gave her a six because she was better than than. I would have gone even higher, honestly. Admit it. Some days, don't you want to just wake up and say to hell with the diet? Want to make waffles? That was. I mean, it was cute with the waffles. Do you want any? That's a point for me. And then her saying... It's no calories if I make it for you. That's mom logic. That's adorable. You know I what? Give it I took it down a little bit, and this is me reading into it oh, for no. somebody who's a Joyce apologist. Yeah. Uh, famously on this podcast, I would say I'm still critical of her, but that's fine. Uh, when Buffy is like, because she's asking her the second time about the waffles, she's like, no, but I can help you make them if oh, you yeah. want. I'm like, because you're the one that usually has to make them, right? Uh, just saying. It's true. And also, she did pick up the thing, like the newspaper, like she reads the newspaper. Well, she also was like, are you done with that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting. Come on, man. Leave me alone. So, I mean, I take it Buffy also doesn't read the newspaper. Let's be honest. No one actually picks up that newspaper. It just rots into the grass and is the fertilizer. (laughs) So it's amazing that it was picked up. Uh, 
So Drake's is a six monster of the week. I only give it a four because uh, Balthazar. Wow. Balthazar is one of the weakest monsters of the whole and series. And honestly, that four is mostly just because the makeup was kind of cool. Just like the way they did the texture when he was all electrocuted. His final sentence when he was just like, y- y- he has risen. You have no idea. You'll wish that you. That was the best part. Like seriously, yeah. the best part. And I love the way his voice and I like his like fucking pointy teeth and stuff like yeah. all of that really was great because it was like a nice close-up mm-hmm. everything else about it was so dumb yeah so i have Ugh. to give it to it for the costume design itself but the idea of the monster and just what it ended up being plus the mayor's a bad guy too and he's a badass and he just became fucking invincible and that's a big deal that's so. pretty great for being generous uh relationship goodness or badness now this is tough because it's not a great episode for friends willow is heartbroken Sad. and uh, we don't actually even really interact with anybody else. But I gave it a five because Buffy and, and Faith, whether or not it's for the greater good, are bonding. Like They're getting closer and that's kind of good, right? It's a good relationship. Uh, and Buffy and Giles are still solid. They have a lot of cute moments together. So I'll talk to you later. Yeah. So that was good. Uh, I, I, I Is Does Wesley get into our friend stuff already? Is he part of the equation? If that's true, then that's also bad because all they do is give him a hard time. Well, sure, but it's also ribbing is fun. And like I said, I think Angel and Buffy, even though he's all weird out, are better than they've ever been in the entire show. Well, and the fact that nobody else is in the episode to even offer any sort of counterbalance, that like it kind of maybe benefits the score, in my opinion, yeah. because it's like, okay, the friends we do have are actually good. But when you think about, oh, there's zero Xander, zero Willow. Yeah. Maybe that's And bad. that's, you know, obviously the, the Willow relationship is, is hurt. So that yeah. does bring it down. So I just gave it a five. I you said heartbroken, five. though. I don't read it as heartbroken. I well, just read it as like, oh, God damn it. Well, I think she, like, I don't know, the, just her being like, stupid after Buffy leaves the room like oh, why did I even try like, oh well that's doesn't... true I don't know. but that's like her personality and, She's, and she'll her get being, over that well yeah sure but and just you know being so sad like well, I fight monsters with you all the time I know, I that know. Was, that was... so yeah it I say heartbroken <laughs> uh episode specific I mean how could you not a slayer's life is simple want take half 10 out of 10 oh god because it's just such an iconic line whether or not it's good can be debated but yeah. it's like such a faith mission statement yeah uh, so that that's gives... why faith is not a slayer anymore <laughs> she is she is a slayer she just has to go to prison for a while uh total of 40 that puts this at number nine out of 14 for the season right above beauty and the beast and right below homecoming which i think is fair because it's not the worst because i i so dead man's party beauty and the beasts and now this episode i'll have 40 so i was like is this better than Dead Man's Party. Yes. yes. I would also say it's better than Beauty and the Beast. Because just yeah. because of how impactful, if nothing else, that Faith turning bad ends up being. Like, she's now the big bad, part of the big bad for the season. She's going to be in Buffy's life for the rest of their existence. Like, and, and her turning, I don't know. And coming back in season four, like, all of it is all right now. Yeah. So, 40. Fair point. Stacey, you ready? I guess. Okay. I rank this episode at number 12 out of 48. That's high. It is high. That's high. Yeah, I don't I don't really know what to do with this episode. Yeah. I don't know. So it's below Band Candy and Lover's Walk and above Nightmares and the Harvest. I just, yeah. I like seeing Slutty Buffy. I like it. <laughs> Here for it. I like the introduction of Wesley. I think that's a big deal. Yeah. And I really like Faith in the end. Like, I like that last scene when Faith is like, you know, this is who I am. Yeah. I've taken care of it. Everything's fine. 
I mean, it's a really nice, like, I'm a villain now. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. It is. And I another great one where they do the fade to cut to black and it's yeah, still stuff going on. Like, you know. Sh- oh, I wanted to movements. mention this. Not that it matters at all. But in the commentary, like I said, Petrie says, uh, right after she says that line, like, and she really doesn't. The commentary also ends oh. abruptly, which I was like, that's pretty cool. Because in David Fury's one, when we talked about uh, Helpless, yeah. he goes, oh, you know, thanks so much for listening, blah, blah, blah. And like, as the credits this are going, like, Petrie's just... And she really doesn't. And that's it. I was like, oh, shit, that's kind of dope. Oh, that's really mm-hmm. fun, actually. Yeah. Wow. So that makes me believe harder that yeah. she really doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, no, this is not a good episode. 86 out of 144. Mm-hmm. This is a downer. I can't believe. But not the lowest of the low. No, but it, I I don't think I don't think that the, the monster was good. The bad girl stuff was just like helpless. It was made for one shot. Maybe, to, I mean, the end, too. It was just... Right, yeah. I get it. You got to fill a whole episode, but it felt like a filler episode, but not in a bad way. That's like season two where every filler episode is so bad. This was a good filler episode in a great season so far, but it's going up against so many good stuff and it's hard, you know? Yeah. You got to move the plot. This, this is what de- it definitely moved the plot. Unlike the Zeppo where we've hard reset from that. Now right. nothing matters from the Zeppo. Except for Faith having sex with Xander, but even that doesn't matter for another couple episodes. True. True. And that's just kind of a weird thing that happened. It doesn't really impact anything. The whole impact is that she killed a person and that she's now a bad guy. Yeah. I'm a villain. So yeah, it's really, it's really just that. And it's, um, the club scene was what it was an angel showing up at first was UG, And then it was like, this is kind of great. Yeah. And those are the moments to me that save it. Like hanging out with our friends was good. I wish more friends were in it. And I wish, uh, you know, some people didn't die, but they have to. And that's just the way it is. Never forget DMAF. He just had so many speaking lines. Like he, we learned to Kathy and it just, I felt like I knew him. Oh my God. Also, Petrie did not know the character's name, did not know the actor's name. So he's talking about everybody else. And every time Deputy Mayor Alan Finch is on the screen, he's like, this guy, this guy. You know, it's just it's funny that, that he's so important, this guy. <laughs> like, it's funny because I can't remember who he is. And, and this whole, it's just amazing because this whole season of our podcast, I'm like, Debbie Mary Allen Finch, you're the most important thing that's ever happened. I would have never known his name if he wasn't part of our watches from the beginning. <laughs> and we well, weren't watching for it. The and now the, watch the episode is, is right there with him. <laughs> that's fair. Watch is over. Uh, we, uh, so much in this episode. It, it's, it's fun stuff, but not a great episode. So 86. it will linger in the past and I can't wait to keep to move on from this to our consequences. Yeah. We're going to do a, a rehash of, of, well, not a rehash. We're going to deal with the consequences of bad girls in consequences on the 16th. Get ready. I mean, or maybe it won't be on the 16th. Are they going to talk about Buffy's failure of her chemistry test? This is to get into college. Like <laughs> Willow goes to the same school as Buffy who fucked off into school. And Willow is going low. To be with her friends, That's I true. feel bad for Willow. Yeah, she should go to fucking Harvard. Point. Yeah. yeah, and we can we can yell about that. Willow again. should have gone to Oxford. Just get the fuck out of the stupid fucking town. And straight up, I can't remember what episode it is that she says that you know where she admits to Buffy she's gonna stay around. I'm like, mm. no, no, girl, why? Yeah, I guess Oxford. we'll find that out in September. <laughs> yeah, if it is in fact an earshot, we'll, yeah. we'll find out next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't wait to see what school Willow goes to. But let's focus on the present. Next episode, Consequences, episode 15. And it'll probably, it aired on the 16th. We'll, we'll do our best. But you know what? Don't hold it against us. Please and thank you. But thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Stay just say goodbye. R.I.P. Deputy Mayor. That's fucking right, Daniel. R.I.P. Deputy Mayor. R.I.P. DMAF. Thank you. Goodbye. I like to read Kathy.